Grasping Guruism by Hingori. Unfettered devotion is how spiritual journeys begin. They culminate with the realization of the divinity within. You, me, the birds, the bees, the tree, its roots, and every atom in the cosmos are part of the same source, the Supreme Consciousness. Experientially understanding this is where we need to get to. The buck starts from and eventually comes back to you. Which door we knock on is all destiny's play. And if destiny is kind to us, we will find on the other side of the open door a Siddh Guru who will lead us onto the path of spiritual evolution back to our true selves. In principle, a Guru is not a person, but a concept that embodies infinite wisdom and universal knowledge. Thus, in a Guru-Disciple relationship, the disciple emulates not the person he refers to as his Guru, but his Gunas or qualities. With technology, all the information and spiritual content being so easily available in every language, do people still need a Guru? Yes, and here's why. Most of us know ourselves at a superficial level. That is, what we perceive ourselves to be, or worse, what we believe others perceive of us. A Siddh Guru who has the intuitive knowledge to recognize you beyond your physical self, knows you at the three distinct levels of the body, mind and spirit. He knows you not only in the physical form you are in now, but also who you were and will be in the lives of the past and future. A Siddh Guru always knows the strength of a potential disciple's spirit. He will also try to sense the connection between the person's destiny and his spiritual growth. Nobody can introduce you to yourself better than your Guru. By introducing you to you, he introduces you to your destiny and Gunas, helping you to accept yourself on an as-is-where-is basis. He leads you to understand and engage in self-acceptance and self-respect, leading to an egoless self-worth of your own spirit. Only when a disciple understands the totality of who and what he is, can he play music to the words Tattvam Asi, or that you are, which means at the core, you are a part of the Consciousness Supreme. This responsibility is immense. The concept of a Guru is far more exalted and profound than that of a parent. Because not only is he a role model at the Guna level, he also takes on the disciple's karmic debt and leads him out of it to the maximum extent possible. It is imperative for the Guru to ensure the disciple's spiritual transformation. On his journey towards spiritual advancement, a disciple goes through various stages of evolution, from Shraddha, that is devotion, to Bhakti, which is worship. The final stage, however, 
is not of worshipping the Guru, but instead worshipping the Guru within you. While devotion is a matter of heightened emotion, acceptance is a more centered approach without emotion as its power source. Therefore, even though the journey may start with devotion, it ends with acceptance and self-worship. It is not easy to assess the stage of evolution of spiritual people. There is no standard metric or type. A man on the street may be more spiritually advanced than one in saffron. Looks and style, knowledge of scriptures and oratory abilities do not necessarily a spiritualist make. There are other attitudes and practices coupled with destiny and intent that make an individual rise on the spiritual ladder. A guru looks for certain qualities in his disciple. Sense of awareness. You can always see in a person's eyes how receptive he is when in the company of his guru. The power of observation comes handy not only to the guru, but also to the disciple when he begins to observe himself. At some point, he will have to learn to observe his thoughts, reactions and feelings. Only then will he be able to make a self-assessment which can later lead to self-improvement. Flexibility Human beings have preconceived notions about almost everything. Our past experiences and impressions ensure that we react in predictable ways to various circumstances. A guru may want to alter these reactions. He may want us to react differently from how we think we should. That change requires flexibility. Non-dogmatism Most religions make people compartmentalize their minds about spiritual growth. How to pray and how many times, which direction to sit in while praying, the list never ends. Stringent rules give rise to dogmas which must be overcome for spiritual growth. Sense of Sacrifice A good disciple needs to have the ability to make sacrifices on various counts. There cannot be service without sacrifice and practice. To acquire certain spiritual skills, one may need to sacrifice certain pleasures. To overcome anger, one needs to control one's emotions. Accepting the dislikable is a sacrifice in itself. Sheer Guts Safety and spiritualism do not always go together. Sometimes there are unseen dangers one must surmount. Spiritual service includes safeguarding people against such external forces and negative energies transmittable through practices like black magic. The curing of certain diseases and emancipating people from negative energies requires the healer to be brave enough to take risks, since his aura may absorb some of those negative energies. Initiative It is easy to learn to philosophize and script a profound speech. While philosophy does sound impressive, it takes initiative and intent 
to put that philosophy into practice. Most gurus are not looking for yes-men. It is initiative that makes a person go beyond expected levels of attainment and act intuitively. Obedience Disobedience and obedience are the snakes and ladders in the game of guruism. Both obedience and loyalty to a guru are qualities a good disciple must have. While disobedience leads your guru to relinquish his responsibility towards you as you have shown a lack of faith in him. Loyalty Loyalty to the guru and his mission is a critical component for acceptance by any spiritual master. Loyalty is a two-way street. Though in my personal experience, it is the most significant qualification it is only one of the criteria of evaluation amongst others. Spiritual training in the physical presence of the Guru ensures an interaction where one learns not only through theory but also from the teacher's responses, body language, instant corrections and so on. The Guru often leads by example and it is a disciple's curriculum to perfect the prescribed practices and not just understand theory. There is a vast difference between attending a lecture in a classroom and reading scriptures online. Discipleship needs continuous monitoring and interaction. Such training includes rewards and admonitions. However, the disciple should be cautious of making these rewards the center of his spiritual aspiration. Guiding a disciple is akin to raising a child. The only difference is that Guruism requires more than just understanding the disciple. This, of course, makes the process of nurturing far more complicated. While the most significant aspect of this discipline is its practice, its most challenging aspect is motivating a disciple to progress spiritually. Many use their guru as a crutch and not a launch pad. It is necessary for us to understand that a guru is the remover of ignorance and the one who bestows internal knowledge. Therefore, one should depend on such a person for spiritual support and advancement rather than as a crutch. Physical presence of the guru is a luxury one cannot always bank on for an extended period of time. His teachings and philosophy will succeed him. As a tribute to the teacher, the disciple must implement a collection of his teachings and instructions. Using the power of self-discipline, self-counseling and resolve, it is mandatory for the disciple to overcome distractions and temptations. A guru spends a major part of his life acquiring spiritual knowledge. He studies the scriptures and assimilates their lessons after deliberated contemplation. Ingrained in him already by his guru are the concepts left behind by the wise man of yore. When practiced, that knowledge gets converted to experience 
and the disciple reaps the benefit of the knowledge distilled by his guru. The transmission of the guru's power of knowledge is a big boon for the disciple. Many a Siddh Guru can awaken the power of knowledge or intuition in his disciples by using his willpower or spiritual energy. A Guru gives. He gives knowledge, he gives gati, he gives clarity. A Guru facilitates the lifting off of the veil of Maya from your being. He walks you through every step of realization that the world we perceive through our five senses is only a delusion. The reality lies beyond it. He teaches you not only to accept, but also to see and perhaps live in this reality. The Guru introduces the disciple to the disciple's inner being, and within that being lies the ultimate Guru. Wishing you luck in the journey of finding the Divine within you.